and we're live. We did it. Everyone's back. Hey. Hooray. Everyone's back from their travels. I was in LA. John, where were you? Uh, on the road to Boston. And Paul, where were you? I, I just don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, John, yeah, you, you did a road trip across the entire continent. Yeah, just Oof, about, buddy. <laughs> Forty hours of driving. <laughs> How was that? What no, are some highs? What were some my lows? My leg still hurts from it. Okay, so that's not a good sign. So d- uh, when did you when did you like cross down into the states? Like, how much was Canada? How much was we? We took the mostly U.S. route. So we went okay. to Saskatchewan. Uh, then we crossed the border into North Dakota. North Dakota into Minnesota, Minnesota into uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin into, I forget which next, it's either Ohio or Illinois. Illinois, Ohio's, actually, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where Ohio is. I don't remember I know Illinois around there. I think it it was Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, uh, Pennsylvania, New York, Massachusetts. I think that's, I think that's right. I don't no american geography but yeah we went through like eight states basically it what were the where did you spend the nights where were the stops uh first one we stopped in uh a little place in saskatchewan which is about a half hour away from the border oh okay i forget i forget the name of the place exactly I'm, I'm probably doesn't matter it's saskatchewan names. yeah uh next time the next night we had to call it early so we stopped in uh, fargo north dakota Oh, okay, cool. And that was actually like a really big town. It was way bigger than I expected. Okay. Uh, then we stopped. Uh, we were trying to make it to Chicago the next night. And I think one of our friends said, uh, don't, don't. <laughs> I believe that was what? the takeaway. <laughs> I really like Chicago when I visited. Uh, it. it was just like, like, you, you, they, like, he's like, I live in like Indiana. He's just like, don't don't go there if you have like a computer full of stuff or a car full of stuff rather unless you're in a specific part what? of town about it, okay. and they'll take you off the road and stuff like that so we stopped outside of chicago in a small place okay uh then we stopped in the little bit of pennsylvania we had to drive through because i think the the whole drive through pennsylvania was like an hour if even okay uh and then we stopped in uh, at reese's parents place did you get to do anything nice. in Boston? Nope. We so got tur- in late. We got in late around. and I flew out the next day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So Reese is still there. So she's yeah. staying for a month and then she's driving back. But did, uh hmm? I was gonna say, did you get to do like any tourist stuff at any of these stops? Was like not really. We were kinda kinda a little close because I had the ticket already bought. Right. But uh, yeah, no, we like we got to I think the longest time we spent was in Fargo. And uh, that was just like we went out to a restaurant, went to Target and just kind of looked around in the area. <laughs> yeah, we have targets. Well, no, because Reese was like, oh, my God, Target, I got to go. I'm like, all right, <laughs> you're going to be in a in a town that has a bunch. But all right, let's go. I mean, you guys had Target for like a year, if that. Yeah, even. and it kind of sucked. It was just a not as good Zellers. Yep. Which is saying a lot because Zellers was trash. Yep. Zellers was all it was always so uncomfortable going to Zellers because it was like <laughs> it was like going into a Walmart that nobody else was in the building and everything just like everything was sad. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
True. I have I have not put this much thought into what uh, Target in Canada was like. Yeah. Or Walmart for that matter, I guess. But yeah. Uh, I I had a pretty crazy, like wild and crazy uh, trip, which we'll definitely get into more when we talk about what I'm playing in news. But I, yes, I drove down to L.A. I I don't I didn't do 40 hours of driving, but good I, over don't. the course of the week, I did probably 30 hours of driving. So I drove Damn. a lot. Damn. <clears throat> Did you have the, we had to we had to deal with a thunderstorm, which is what stopped us early in Fargo. Like we saw two semis flipped. Like anything oh, wow. wild yes. like that, weather wise, mm-hmm. where you were? Or? No, weather was totally fine. I had a little like, a little bit of rain, but it would stop pretty quick. Um, mm. It was just because I was staying outside of LA, so every day would be like an hour and a half drive into downtown LA to go to the event, then drive back. Getting to that's Disneyland fair. was was pretty rough because that's a three hour drive. Um. But actually, what so one of the so one of the events I went to was to go to Disneyland to see the new uh, Disney's Illusion Island or game, the platformer. Um, and the the ticket to go into the event was also a park pass that included like the Genie Plus thing where I could skip all the ride lines. Nice. So that was pretty great. So after I went and saw the game, I just like went on two rides and I just got to like walk past everyone. I felt like I was cheating. <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool uh yeah what else did i do i so i did the disney thing i tried to go to the the mix the media indie exchange but it got canceled while i was driving there um oh you, have, you okay you, you yeah have heard no, my gerard the completionist gerard. did yeah. like a yeah so gerard saved that whole event or well, i guess saved it for the devs for the devs yeah so like i so i showed up at the event and then checked like my email and they canceled it like half an hour ago while i was on the freeway and i just kind of walk into the event and people are like you know rolling up posters and stuff and some random guys like are you here for the event and i was like yeah the mix what's going on and he's like oh i guess what happened is the landlord that the mix was working with for the venue the landlord didn't have the right permits so they had to close down Okay, that explains there was just it, nothing they it just could seemed do. like such a weird thing that was going yeah. on. I didn't I didn't even hear the full story. I had also heard that this isn't the first time that landlord has kind of screwed stuff up like this. So. Ooh. Yeah, so that was weird. The person's like, I don't know. We got a bunch of like pizza if you want some because <laughs> they had like, you know, a bunch of food for the event. So I ate some pizza. Um, and luckily, a friend of mine was at like another event for press like 10 minutes away. And he's like, oh, I can get you into this one. That's where I met Ed Boone and took a picture with Ed Boone nice um so that was pretty exciting he's a nice uh, guy yeah no yeah it's cool we didn't really like chat much i just kind of said like when he in between him talking to people i was like hey do you want you, i'm a big mortal Kombat fan do you mind if i get a picture and he was like yeah sure what's your name and i was like and he's like i'm like really looking forward to mortal Kombat one oh thanks so much so that was cool <clears throat> nice i uh what was that so that would have been thursday friday friday was play days so that was like the main big event it was way bigger than it was last year, and that was that was really fun and cool. And then Friday night was the Xbox party, which I was really hoping to um, get a get a picture with Phil Spencer. But I went to the Netflix party first, and by the time I got to the Xbox party, I saw Phil Spencer there, and he was talking to people. So I was just gonna like wait until I kind of saw him a little more separate or had some free time. And then I never saw him again. So he must have like just left like less than ten minutes after I arrived. So I did not get. A chance Arm. to meet Phil Spencer and get a picture, unfortunately. Saturday was also play days. Sunday was the Xbox event. 
and the Final Fantasy 16 pre-launch event. And then Monday was the Ubisoft event, which I'll say Ubisoft. Least favorite event, the food uh, that they gave the complimentary food was kind of the worst. Um, you had to pay for the food trucks and you had to pay for parking everywhere else. It was like free parking and great food. But, uh, you know, they don't they don't got the Microsoft money. They don't got the. You know, whoever's sponsoring the plays, I will say about play days, you know, they give you free. They give you uh, two meal tokens and you can go up to the various food trucks they have there last year. They gave you four. So I'm just like, I'm just saying, just saying. Food budgets going lower. Well, it's also a much bigger event, so I can understand they probably spent a lot more. They invited a lot more people. So I got some pretty cool um, like swag. Most of it, I'm just going like, to give it away to people at the office, but some that I actually kept. I got like a, I guess the Xbox Fan Fest was happening at the same place as the showcase. So I got a jersey, an Xbox jersey that's pretty cool. I took a picture of it and I put it up on my Twitter. I think so people can see that. I was also given, I was walking past the Cyberpunk booth and one of my friends that works the PR there, she's like, hey, do you like video game figurines? And I was like, I get, yeah, I guess. Do you like big figurines? I was like, I don't know. What? Gives me this like, foot tall statue of let me just grab it i was going to show it to you guys i i saw the pictures on twitter it looked amazing actually it looked really good yeah it was cool looking show and tell baby take that audio listeners <laughs> this is yeah, also on idiots. my twitter as well if people need to, to see this this thing's a little fragile it's v driving his his motorcycle into a dude while jumping off and shooting and it looks so awesome that does look pretty rad So fucking cool, man. I was shocked when I took this out of the box. Put this aside for now. But yeah, anyways, we'll talk about that more when we're, when we're talking about what we've been playing and stuff. It was a cool trip. I was so tired uh, by the end of it of driving. I'm so happy to be home and just not doing anything. I this hear weekend. you on that. I hear you yeah. on that completely. Uh, Paul, anything you want to talk about in your last week? Nope. Thanks for doing the show with Nathan. That was thanks for Nathan for coming out. Yeah, that was fun. That that was a weird, wild one. <laughs> that you went on did, for a while. And Nathan was on it, so of course it was. <laughs> you did it, a real was, long show, which I was. It surprised was a Nathan show. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, I really wanted that one to be a short one too, because I had shit <laughs> to do that night. But oh, whatever, no. it was fun. Oh, no. <laughs> it was fun. Always a blast talking with Nathan. Uh, okay, let's do the show tonight then. Top down perspective for June 15th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. And John, you're the only one to wrestle something down, so what are you playing? Uh, actually, I basically played nothing the last two weeks other than like some Pacross, but uh, for stream, we went play through ActRaiser 2 for Super Nintendo. Okay. Nice. Okay. I, I wanted to just kind of beat my head against a hard video game, and that was a hard video game. But like in the weirdest way, like so it's a 14 stage game and the hardest stages were the final one, like stage like mm-hmm. nine and stage one. So Weird. we okay. we spent like an hour trying to get past just stage one. And then the next stage we got past in like 20 minutes. And then the next stage we got past in like four. Like it kept it was like it's not a game where you get stronger throughout the playthrough. It's you are the same level of strength in every stage except the final one. So it was just like suddenly like we were just cruising through for a while. And then uh, we finished it this week when I got back to streaming. 
And I was stuck on stage nine for like an hour and a half because just like they introduced a mini boss that was just kicking my ass. And then the final stage also took a while because uh, each stage had a mini boss and an actual boss. And then the final two stages, uh, the second last stage was a boss rush against the mini bosses. And the final stage was a boss rush against the the regular bosses, or at least seven of them, and the final boss. So you basically had to go through like this entire like two sets of gauntlets, and it was just ridiculous. Wow! But you did. But we beat it. We beat it on normal. Uh, There was a harder difficulty we could have done, but I wanted to you know to not cry. So uh, yeah, we beat it. Uh, We're playing through Xenoblade Chronicles Future Connected uh, for game clearing now. We're going to finish that on Monday as well. That's going okay. What is that? Uh, that's the extra Xenoblade content that was put in the Definitive Edition. So okay. every Xenoblade game basically has like a playable extra portion that they made. The uh, one has Future Connected, two has Torna, and three has Future Redeemed. Uh, one so far, I like. I'm not really. I don't care about the characters or story uh, that they put into <laughs> Future Connected. So oh, like, okay. uh, we we played we played through Xenoblade One in full on stream. We did the right, whole playthrough. Yeah. It took like nine months. Uh, I was like, okay, here's like my list of favorite characters. Here's my list of like least favorite characters. Uh, two, like one of my least favorite characters was the main character, Shulk. Uh, mm-hmm. and then like one of my middle of the ground main characters was Melia. And then now those are the two they actually put in as playable. And then two of my characters I liked the most, they gave their jobs to two characters, brand new characters they introduced but they're just not nearly as interesting as those two characters. So I was like, oh, okay, well, you're really not winning me over with the playable characters on this. Well, hopefully it's short. Uh, well, it's shorter. Uh, we are almost done. We did two full-length streams, and that's you know about six hours with like four and a half hours of gameplay during them. Okay. Four or five, somewhere in that range. And uh, we'll be... People told me I'll probably finish it in about another three or four hours on Monday. So, yeah, right. well, it's like 10 hours versus Xenoblade's like... 80 sure yep yeah sounds all right yeah that's about it just all stream stuff paul did you play anything i mean yeah i played a lot of shit but they're all demos and i I just don't care (laughs) (laughs) they're all fine the the big one was final fantasy 16 demo which i played that as well let's talk about that for a little bit okay uh Uh, i skipped all the story stuff because i didn't know that it would go over again it, I was like, it's, I just liter- wanna... it's literally just the first two chapters isn't there something like that it's like it actually the game yeah i didn't know that so i skipped all the story stuff and uh i'll <laughs> oh, just no. redo it yeah i don't okay. give a shit your, your say, progress you carries that. over from what i heard too yeah, yeah i didn't know that if you yeah. um i would assume if you skip the cutscenes, that demo is like 30 minutes long it's about an hour yeah an hour okay because there's a lot yeah. of cutscenes in it so there's a lot of cutscenes in it yeah <laughs> Yeah, that uh, game mechanically is super fun, though. I'm stoked to do that for probably like 20 to 60 hours or whatever it's going to be. I think I, really it's, I, the I think I was told it's going to be around uh, 40 it for like kind of main 40. through it. Um, OK, and obviously it would be a lot more than that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I was at the event there where they announced the demo coming out and stuff. So that was cool. Um, Sean, did they say anything about like you should play the demo? Like, does it unlock something in the main game other than just being your progress moving forward? I don't think so. I did play the, through the demo. I don't remember them saying anything like that either. 
I thought someone somewhere said it unlocks some fight in the in the full game. I know if you play through the demo, you unlocked a sec- second part of the demo, which is a fight mm-hmm. that will right. that is a fight that would be, would have been later in that game. So you can play that fight early, but I don't think it unlocks anything in the game. You just get more demo. So maybe that's okay. what you heard. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah. like I, I was just going to wait for the game to come out next week. I'm just like, yeah, exactly. Uh, do I want to play the demo? I mean, I, I was like, I'm, this game's so long, I might as well get two hours out of the way now. Get through it. <laughs> and like I said, an hour of that is just watching, so you can kind of have it on in the background. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that game's uh, going to yeah, be I'm, really good. I feel. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it. Uh, I think it's just like a, an action game now. Like it's it doesn't have it's not turn based at all. It is just the combat is just action combat. So that's pretty great. Feels good too. It does. I really yep. liked it. Yeah. Well, it seems like they had a lot of like really good devs working on. They had like was it the Devil May Cry Five combat leader uh they had some kingdom hearts devs working on it they had platinum working on it yeah it Um, it feels like those influences in that game for sure you can feel all of it (laughs) like it's very very cool but i understand they only worked on like specific parts of it um so i don't know if we've touched anything that those devs have done the way they made it sound at the at the opening keynote was that they made they did like sections of the game Gotcha. Well, yeah, because so, there's so like giant like uh, summon fights and stuff like that, too. Yeah. And you get to do that in at the in end the of this demo. Yeah. And honestly, it like from like a mechanic standpoint, those are probably like the least interesting because they're trying oh, to make the it spectacle. It's awesome. The spectacle yeah, like they're, is they're trying to make sick. it like really flashy and they don't want you to fail. So it's just like it's like it's it's borderline quick time event <laughs> for, oh, the, yeah. for the most part. And it's um, it's very anime-ish of like them yelling at each other and story stuff happening oh, yeah. with music swelling. Like it's very cool. Absolutely, it's yeah. still very good. It is yeah. mechanically the least interesting thing besides like the cutscenes. Obviously, I am I am curious when that comes out to, for them to kind of say like, hey, this company did this part, this company did this part to try to see like, oh yeah, you That'd can definitely cool. tell like you know so, yeah, yeah, that thing was very cool. That got me. Re- I was already hyped, but like. I feel like my purchase of a PlayStation was fine now. I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is great. <laughs> Astro is, didn't I'm, do it? <laughs> uh, I mean, Astro came with it, so that was a nice topping, but this okay. was the meat. I needed to make sure the meat was fresh, and it's very okay. fresh. All right. It's, that PlayStation has to, has to earn its rent, how much it's taking up in your in your part. Which is a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. By the way, it's, it's, big. Is. Yeah. it's big. Yeah, yep. it is. <laughs> it just gets bigger. Every time. Yeah. Every time, yep. All right, well, let's... Um, I'm not going to run through everything I played. I figured I would kind of touch on it as we kind of go through the news because the news will be a lot of Summer Game Fest stuff, so... Uh, yeah. News. Um, I basically just have, like, the live streams here. Did you guys watch any of the live streams? I know, Paul, you watched a bunch of them. I watched a bunch of them, yeah. John, half you, of them half happened happen? while I was flying home. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so. I figured let's just kind of go through each of them. I just have like have a list of what's announced. We don't have to talk about everything, but maybe let's just kind of go in a circle. If there was a game that kind of stood out to you, I'll probably mention the games I played. Or if you sure. guys call it a game and I have some color to add to that, we can definitely do that. But starting with the Summer Game Fest, the, the stream, this was on Thursday, I believe. Oh, these are in order, too. That's cool. Are they? Yeah, this one is the the one you linked here. You're a gamer. Okay. Some of them definitely won't be in order, but that's great to hear. So yeah, Paul, this why don't you start us off. What what from the Summer Game Fest? What's a game that was of interest to you? 
Uh, the big one that I kind of freaked out a little bit about was Path of Exile 2. Seeing any of that was awesome. I've okay. been on the Diablo 4 kick and seen how, like, that game looks incredible. It's a little bit of gameplay. Like, it wasn't very long, but to see, like, that that's coming along and it looks great. That was very exciting to see. Okay. John, anything here of interest to you? Uh, obviously, Mortal Kombat One. Prince of yeah. Persia: The Lost Crown was a nice surprise. That looked pretty good from the extent that was play cool I saw. looking. Okay, yeah, so I agree. Um, oh, yeah, we just touched on both of those. I played Mortal Kombat One. Mm-hmm. I also okay. met Ed Boon. I'm not sure if you guys heard about that. I took a picture with him. It's it's on my Twitter. Um, I did hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat One. It feels just like Mortal Kombat. The cameo characters is like the big thing. Yeah. Um, they had four playable characters there. Kenshi, Sub-Zero. Oh, and I can't remember the other ones. Wow, Scorpion wasn't playable? Or Liu Kang? I don't think Scorpion was there. And and then the cameos they had was Jax, uh, Sonya, and the Australian character, the Knives. Kano. Kano. Those were the the three cameos you could choose. You could pair up anyone you wanted with anyone. So was Johnny Cage um, not one of them, too? Johnny Cage is not one of them. I think it's currently okay. undetermined if he is a cameo character or if he's playable or not yet. Gotcha. Oh, I thought I thought um, I saw footage of him being playable. Kenshi, Sub Zero, uh, I no, they've, they've confirmed Johnny Cage is playable because of the whole thing with Jean Claude Van Damme. That could just yeah. be a skin for the cameo character. Okay, so so I again I didn't watch the full thing about it. Like, are cameo characters just like summons? Are they just yes. assists like Marvel's Capcom? Yes, yes, they are. It's not exactly a tag it game. It is just you hit the uh, the right, right or left bumper and they will come in and do an attack. If you hold down right and the right bumper or up in the right bumper, they'll do a different one and and they, you can like hold them and stuff. So, for example, Kano has his like spinning move. You can hold him spinning and then launch it when you need to do it. So you, you can add it into your combos and whatnot versus like Sonya's like just default one is she kind of comes above and does like a laser attack so you want to kind of do an uppercut on someone and then summon her in to continue that they'll also come out during the the fatalities they'll come out during the um whatever that like x-ray move thing when the health is real low and you hit both triggers yeah. they'll come they'll add on to that as well i have i think they have said that some of the cameos will be playable but not all of them I mean, I'm watching the trailer here in this Eurogamer thread, and that looks like Johnny Cage getting the shit. Johnny Cage of. is 100% a playable character in this. Oh, okay. Yeah, they showed yeah. him. I, but, right, I was going to say. But uh, I don't think it's the Jean-Claude Van Damme. That might be a skin because it that, wasn't that is just a cameo skin. Yeah, that is a skin. Yeah. I think they also got him to voice it. Is nice. Well, I mean, they had uh, they had uh, Stallone do his voicing. They had a stand in that Arnold approved for him. Like yeah. they, they've gotten a lot of like those action characters and they had Robocop's voice uh, actor do it and everything. Okay. The game looks fantastic. Like it, it looks does. really good. It does look really nice. Um, yeah, I'm just like excited to see it. So it's basically the story wise. It's it's like kind of Mortal Kombat remix. They're just kind of like pulling from whatever they want. Scorpion and, and Sub-Zero are brothers. Brothers. In this universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's so weird. Jax shows up without his arms but he does have his ability to like grow into a skyscraper <clears throat> um, okay all, all the three cameras they had they're all using their like mortal kombat one outfits so uh, okay 
Yeah, so from what I saw, the little bit of the story trailer that they originally put out, like it looks like it's kind of a soft reboot, but also is connected to Ten's story. I don't yeah, know how much of how is connected that to Ten. So because well, yeah, of what I still need to play with... through Ten. Yeah. So, um, that, so. Well, you mean without you mean spoilers? Sorry. Yeah. Right. Because this is twelve. So this is the twelfth so one. Eleven. I need to play through. Eleven has such a great story. Like that is such a fun single player. I need to finish. I need to do the aftermath DLC. But Liu Kang becomes a fire god and he resets yeah. the whole universe. Yeah, Liu Kang yeah. was in this, so he has like fire powers now. Yeah, and you he, saw him in the, fir- is the, in the god first of this trailer. universe, which was in the trailer. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess one thing that they had said is like this version of like Outworld is not going to be like a horrible wasteland like it always is. So sure. It, de- it definitely seems like they're just kind of like same puzzle pieces, but mixing them around a bit. I love it. That's perfect. I'm going to be sad, yeah. though, because I really, really liked the last version of Johnny they did with the reboot. Like the 9, mm. 10, 11 Johnny was probably my favorite iteration of that character. Sure. So, well, I mean, these people know what they're doing. Like, so I don't know. It, I, I love that I'm going into this. Just so curious about the story for like a fighting game. Sure. Yeah. And then and so you mentioned Prince of Persia. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. I think this looks great. Agreed. I think it looks great yeah. as well. Um, I didn't get a chance to play this. This was at the Ubisoft event, but because it wasn't announced ahead of time when they were doing appointments, there's also like mystery game here. And I was like, well, I don't know what the mystery game is, so I didn't book it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks great. It, they're going back to side scrolling. What's really cool, and they showed this at the Ubisoft stream, is there are time powers where yeah. you'll use them like for puzzles or in fights. Like you kind of like set like a clone down do something like go like past a door make the door move then warp back to your clone and now you're on the other side of the door and you can do that like in combat as well if you like think about it yeah it looks it looks pretty great i'm also curious like where's the remake like they're doing a whole different yeah that too Uh uh-huh yeah i was curious about the fact that they mentioned like uh, or this might have just been in my buddy gerard's like breakdown of it uh, you're not playing as the Prince of Persia. You're actually saving him. Yeah. Yeah. You're like an immortal. I think it's what the, you're like one of like seven immortals or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It it just looks really good, though. It's back to side scrolling. Uh, the, the the movement seems pretty fun. So. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, OK, I'm going to pick a game that is of interest to me. OK, <laughs> so I played Sonic Superstars. OK, that game looks fantastic um it's it's sonic i love sonic i'm in okay say less congrats that's kind of that's kind of all it needed to be honestly i guess not Mm -hmm. for me but i I basically did did you like sonic mania i don't really like he doesn't like any sonic game yeah hasn't been a single one he's liked yeah Um, so i understand they have the developers from battle and wonder world working on this is our zest yeah because apparently the creator of sonic that's his company He's also like in jail now. Yep. No, that's user uh, Kashiro. Yes. Or sorry. Uh, I the, think I uh, named the wrong name. I think it, yeah. I'm pretty sure the creator of Sonic, he's not in jail, but he's like uh, being sentenced, isn't he? Uh, Yuji Naka. There we go. That's Yuji the name. That yeah, yeah, Yuji Naka. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, um, yeah, I think it looks fine. I'm curious how a so it has four player co op. Yep. It doesn't yep. seem gr- like I know you've been able to play as tails in the past, but it's like is someone just going to be like falling behind the whole time. Like this thing goes fast. They're, they're all the same speed. So 
I guess. But even still, like when I'm playing, I was like, I don't really know what's happening. I'm just holding right and we'll see where I end up. Oh, I hit some spikes. Well, that's Sonic. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I'm sure Sonic people will be into it. I'll say that. So, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It just a little, people were a little sad, but I don't think they should be surprised that it, the co-op is offline only. Actually, Phantom Ages in the chat makes a good point. The murder of Sonic the Hedgehog might be my favorite Sonic thing ever. Yeah, because it's the least Sonic Sonic game. Yeah, and in fact, those yes. mini games in there are the worst part. I mean, they definitely are. <laughs> they, to be bad. fair, you're correct. They are, in fact. Yes. <laughs> so. yes, they are. Okay, Paul, back to you. Is there anything else you want to call it? I, Liza P released a demo, and that thing was maybe too long because I just want to play that full game and not okay. be stopped. That demo was two hours, and I stopped by my own accord. <laughs> I mm, played that, two hours so it's of bad? that demo. No, it's very good, but I was like, I just want this game. I don't want to put in two hours to do the same two hours again. I mean, to be fair, you're not the audience for a demo at that point, if you've already signed on. Yeah, I was already signed on. Uh, That game is Bloodborne. So if that sounds interesting to you, it should be on your list. Okay. Uh, John, you want to call anything else up? I'm like skimming in here and I don't really see anything else that really jumped out at me. I can I can go then. Um, Alan Wake two. They had this at Summer Games Fest. Not yeah. playable. They had a, it was a, it was a hands off demo. It was like they were allowing people to like hold the controller and confirm you can move around if if you needed that for like judging purposes to see that it's not just like a video or whatever. But it was it was a hands off demo. We watched probably forty five minutes or so of this. This game looks so good. Like I was going to ask you, does it look too scary for you? It looks because it, it looks scary. That, but, uh, that little bit that they showed, I was like, this is scarier than like a bunch of things I've played recently. So <laughs> so what happens in this one? This was also the game that like pretty much everyone was like, hey, what was like your game of the show? What was like the cool thing you saw? Everyone was like, it's it was like Alan Wake and then Mortal Kombat one was like number two. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they they showed kind of an early section of it where you were playing a saga, I guess, throughout the entire game. You would just get to whenever you want switch back and forth between playing a saga or playing as Alan in the dark place. So yeah, there's like so two, cool. there's two campaigns happening somewhat simultaneously. And it, they, they didn't talk about it too much, but they, you kind of got the impression that if you play just one person's eventually you'll kind of hit a wall and it's like, Hey, you need to progress some of the other person's story before you can continue on. Interesting. Um, Cause in that stream, they said something about if you want, you could beat the game as one, one of them. Oh, like, maybe maybe that's the, the other, case then, um, which is crazy. They that doesn't they seem didn't talk real. about it too much. They didn't talk much <laughs> about Alan's thing. They just showed Saga's stuff. The okay. end of this demo actually has Alan washing up on the shore and Saga finds her and he's been missing for 13 years, which Alan Wake one did come out 13 years ago. And I just kind of love when they do that. That's really good. Yeah. Yep. Um, Saga has a mind palace where at any point <laughs> in the game, you can go into her mind sherlock holmes style and it's like a it's like a lodge room where you have like cork board with like the pictures and the and the string on it as you're piecing the stuff like it is it's very detective heavy as well um that's really cool they brought back the the light and dark combat from alan one where you you have to like put the flashlight on the person to kind of like break their shield before you can shoot them and it just looks like the visuals are super nice like i am I am very yeah. excited for Alan Wake 2. Absolutely. It looks very good. I agree. Uh, Paul, another game? Space Marine 2. That thing looks great. Co-op campaign. Just give it to me already. I want it. Okay. 
Okay. Yep. Uh, John, if you want to jump in, it's fine. Yep. Otherwise, I can keep going. Seven uh, rebirth. Final Fantasy Seven rebirth. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty exciting. I, it looks great. I think. Two discs. Two discs. <laughs> why are we Why are we surprised at two discs? It's Square. Right. They're pretty much the company that started the three disc trend. And this is going to be the one that's big and open world, so it makes sense. Yeah. I, I guess it's like almost like I just didn't think we needed to do that anymore when we got Blu-ray discs. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Seven Remake was two discs because they had an install disc. Oh, did they? I mean, I don't buy physical oh, discs sure, anymore, yeah. so it's like doesn't even matter really. Remake Remake was two discs. They had you like one disc was just for installing, and then the other one ran the data. So I guess this time around, they're just like, yeah, fuck it, let's just do it. We can't just hide it like that anymore. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think that looks really good. I'm excited for it. Isn't? I think that's the end of this year. Is that right? 24. No, that's next oh, year. 2024. 2024. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. I can't believe we went this far without shouting out the uh, sneak peek of Twisted Metal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to look at the trailer for that. This How looks bad yeah. so bad. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Holy yeah. crap. Holy smoke. Okay, my real one, uh, Liz Fonga. This is a game getting published by Quantic Dreams. Uh, if you remember Super Time Force, it's kind of like that, but for a top-down beat-em-up. So you will enter these combat arenas you have 15 seconds to defeat it, but you, there's too many enemies on screen and there will be enemies where it's like you have to kill them both at the same time for them to die. So you'll play like a 15 second bout of you killing as many as you can. Then the thing restarts. Then you go a different direction in the combat arena. And now you have a clone playing the first 15 that you just did. And now you're doing something else and you get a oh. set number of clones. It's like, can you beat this combat arena with seven clones? So by the end of it, you have like seven of you going through the arena, trying to finish off things in the right order. There's like walls that you have to open with one person to let another person get through on the other side. I'm very curious to see just how the like the puzzle aspect of these things will continue because they were throwing a lot at the beginning and I hope they have a lot more ideas. It was a pretty, pretty cool one. Sure. Okay, cool. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Here it is. We saw some like a little bit of, of gameplay of Banisher's Ghost of the New Eden World, uh, which is, I, I believe, the is. next Don't Nod one. That weird one where like you're playing a ghost hunter or something with like a ghost wife. Oh, or something. you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that was not and anywhere on the show floor or anything. But okay, they so they showed this like a trailer for this, and I was kind of wondering what the hell it was, and it seems like it's going to be a third person type game of some sort with like of course decision making in the story and all that stuff it looked pretty neat though i was stoked yeah, to see okay. a little actual gameplay happen in that trailer or the thing they showed uh, anything for you john from uh from summer game fest i think that yeah pretty much was it okay. like, i think i, I, the, more, I skimmed it like a dragon gaiden you oh yeah you, well yeah, yeah but like they said it's also not doing physical it's digital only so i'm like eh. Gotcha. But I'm also okay. I'm also super behind on the series. Like this is literally yeah. a tie-in. Like this is basically a stopgap between seven and eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm and I'm somewhere in three. <clears throat> the, the last one I want to call out is Immortals of Avium. This game is is pretty cool. It's um, it's basically like uh, Doom, but you have magic powers instead of guns. Um, but the guns, the magic powers just feel like guns. Like you basically have a shotgun blast. You have like an, an assault rifle kind of one, a machine gun. 
it, this one feels really good. That was kind of thing that everyone was saying that the combat like feels really fun. It also looks really good. Like the facial capture on these actors look, looks really nice. But like, I feel like no one's talking about this thing. It's coming from, it's getting published by EA, but I think it's worth paying attention to. This one was pretty cool looking. This presentation actually made me care more about it. Like I thought it looked pretty cool from this because they had shown a little bit of it before and I was so not interested, but I'm, I think I want to check this one. out. I didn't now. even it know about neat. it. And then I saw it. At, I saw the trailer for it at the thing. And I was like, OK, some guy has been emailing me about this. I'm going to actually respond right? to his emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For okay. sure. Uh, let's do Devolver real quick. They only showed a few games, but there are a few that we have to talk about. Um, oh, OK. <laughs> and let's see if you can guess the one, Paul. The one that we have to talk about? Uh, yeah. It's probably Shadows of the Dam remastered. It's not. That, but that wasn't at this uh, anyway. Oh, I thought that thought this was a Devolver's thing. So was, I did, again did not watch this. It was dropped on Twitter. <laughs> that and then um, shown later. You should watch. Um, I mean, it's a Devolver one. Like, it's weird. You should watch the Devolver streams. They're always super funny. So here's the thing about Devolver is that I always like the dumb little movie. I couldn't care less about the games that they show because, like, okay, I'll we, pick them up. But we need to talk <laughs> about Baby Steps. This is by uh, oh, Bennett Foddy. I thought this looked terrible. And the developers okay. of Ape Out. And yeah. it's a walking simulator with the co-op physics. But there's actually, like, a story going on. What? Uh, <sighs> So I'm, you had I'm me gonna, when you said the ape out devs and then I was like, wait, Bennett Foddy. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be the one that everybody hates here, I guess. I'm sick of fucking streamer bait, YouTube bait shit. And this is one of those. So fuck this game. I don't care. I just, it just feels like they took Quop and actually put money behind it. Yeah, they did like that so that writing. they would get giant streamers to play it and make huge amount of money because it's silly and well, it, it just looks super uninteresting. I, I think it looks funny. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, so was there anything else from the stream that stood out to you? There's only five games here. Uh, the big hand to uh, play games with. <laughs> okay, yeah. Again, you should watch the, the Devolver stream. That thing was very funny, as it I, always I, is. I was following, I've been following Devolver on Twitter for a while, so they kept tweeting about the return of Volvi, and everyone yep. kept showing off their giant hands. I'm like, okay. So this for, is yeah, to play weird. games with. To play games with, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wizard, out, out of this minutes. list, Wizard with a Gun is one I've been waiting for for a while. Okay. Sure. I'll, yeah. I'll obviously that play looks human, fine. human Fall Flat 2. I'm actually kind of surprised they're making a second one because they just kept making levels for that thing and putting them out. Yeah, uh, Human Fall Flat 2, look, I mean, I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm kind of curious what, what a Human Fall Flat 2 would be because right. I'm sure they've learned so much making that first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, let's do the Xbox stream. This was like the next biggest one. Uh, sure. People seemed really excited coming out of this showcase, uh, which. I thought it was see. okay. Yeah, okay. it was okay. This one is definitely not an order. It uh, is not. <laughs> but I, uh, John, do you want to call our game out? Uh, you're going to give me a second because there was one. I But I cannot for the life of me remember the name of the game. Uh, because Fable. It, no. Okay. <laughs> it was an it was the atlas one that wasn't leaked yeah there we go metaphor re fantasio that one looked interesting yeah mm-hmm. it did i was interested in that too there was a couple atlas things in here wasn't there yeah because here's the thing there was a bunch of persona announcements they got leaked by atlas's social media manager by accident which apparently has been fired because yeah they also leaked uh, <laughs> oh. the persona 3 uh remake 
and uh persona five tactics like that's an honest mistake well we don't know if they were but the people saw on atlas's like job listings the next day they were looking for a social media manager so i have a feeling someone was like oh man (laughs) yeah but Uh, yeah yeah those looked interesting but they got leaked early uh i want to call out 33 immortals this is the next game um from uh the uh spirit team and Thunder it Lotus. is a sorry what was that Thunder Lotus I believe Thunder is Lotus yes that's the developer's name it is a like hack and slash beat em up that can go up to 33 players co-op yeah this seems cool I think visually it looks a lot like Hades sure um, yeah but I just I don't know something about 33 people playing like what it might be Hades like a Hades clone together all at once just sounds very exciting to me did you watch any of the stuff of them talking about the game and like diving into a little bit more about it? The, no, it was on the that extended. wasn't on that wasn't on Sunday, right? That was like the following. It day was in the extended. I did not. Uh, watch the extended, expo- no. OK, so it's based on uh, the uh, Divine Comedy, Dante's Inferno, um, which is why there's 33 players or whatever, because 33 chapters or whatever. So that's oh, what it's based on. Like. What what can our tech do? What's the most people we can get in here? And it's like, well, technically we can get 33. All right. That's the name of the game. No, they just thought it was cool to be like to have that like okay. synergy with it or whatever. And also they didn't have enough people apparently when they were making the game to test it. So they like just got a bunch more people in the office because they didn't have 33 devs to like actually try not, all that. That's surprising. OK, sure. which is hilarious. I just love that little tidbit. Uh, Paul, do you have a game? Um, I'm trying to find one that had actual gameplay. Uh, it's pretty exciting to see that Payday Three is actually still coming in the thing and okay. like basically here. So that sure. was kind of that was kind of neat. That looks like Payday Two in the new engine. So that's great. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> How about you, John? Uh, Yakuza like a like a dragon, infinite wealth. There's no yaksa. Yeah, this is that. This is eight, right? This is like the actual. Yeah, next this is eight. Where yes. he wakes up yeah. on the beach. Wakes up naked yeah. on a beach in somewhere in America. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. The fact that there's like two of them coming out. Like, oh my god, there's so much yakuza. Like, how do you catch up if that's like not the only game you're playing? Right. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty. This is the new expansion coming. This was one of my highlights of play days. This is. This looks so good. So they are kind of redoing all of cyberpunk. They're changing the skill tree, the combat. The writing is real great. This is the one that is introducing Idris Elba into it as well. Um, Yeah, in terms of like my play day stuff, it's like Alan Wake 2, Mortal Kombat, cyberpunk were like the top three things I played. This, I've been looking cool. for a reason to like go back to cyberpunk because I just like mainlined the story, but they've been I keep hearing they keep fixing and fixing and fixing it. This is definitely what I'm going to go back to like the reason for that. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm still an apologist for cyberpunk, even though I know it was garbage. I played that whole game 100 percent. So I love it. I'm ready to go back. You're going to like this. Like this was cool. I'm so I'm so excited. Yeah, it looked very, very cool. Um. Okay, I get like there's the obvious ones. Let me find one that isn't as obvious. Maybe uh, I kind of want to see more of what this Path of the Goddess is, the Kinitsumi Gami or whatever. 
uh, oh, okay. the new Capcom game. And I was disappointed because Capcom in the way they always disappoint me in all of their fucking streams and shit that they do didn't show more than what they showed here. So I was kind of hoping that they would announce it here and like I would tune into that live stream and maybe they would give me five minutes of what it actually was, but they didn't. So I want to see more of that. John? I'm like skimming again. I, I can go again. Um, go for it. There was no gameplay, but I'm very curious what South of Midnight is because that, that trailer had vibes. This is from um, the We Happy Few developers. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. It was just a fun trailer. Oh, yeah. This is the one where they're like the guy's playing his guitar and then like a sea creature comes out and it has a really nice art style. Got really double fine vibes from that one. Like this, this could be a double fine game the way this vibe is. I liked it a lot. I, I could see that like a really like with a lot of money behind it, double fine game. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul. Okay, yeah. Another one for me uh, before we get to the obvious ones, I guess. Still wakes a deep. Give me a horror in a weird like sea tanker thing. That seems awesome. Sure. Okay. Yep. Persona 3 Reload. Just okay. nice yeah. to see that redone. That I'm seeing people great. upset that the Fez content won't be in it. Yeah, so this is this is a weird thing, and depending on who you ask, it's either a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, Persona 3 has been re-released like in th- the three different versions now to this point. There's the normal, FES, and uh, Persona 3 Portable. The version that got on the Switch and all the other systems recently was Portable. Yeah. Uh, portable added a female uh, playable character right. and basically redid all the dialogue if you play as her instead but removed all the actual animated cutscenes. Uh, Persona 3 FES added an extra chapter, an extra prologue called For Answer, which apparently a lot of people did not like. Uh, but it had all the cutscenes, didn't have the FEMC stuff. And then 3 was just 3. This is apparently, as it is being currently discussed, is just a remake of the vanilla game. Yeah. So Weird. some people are upset and some people right. are like, and it's honestly for the best. <laughs> I just don't get why you wouldn't put mm-hmm. everything in like that's why that's why a lot of people complain is like why not make the definitive edition with everything in there i get why fem c is not in there because you have to redo the dialogue and the cutscenes twice so basically you make the game twice uh so i get why she got cut but for answer is a little surprising hmm. i'm gonna call answer. out star wars outlaws yeah, I didn't know if we were going to talk about it here or the next thing with Ubisoft where they kind of dived into it more. But yeah, of course, it got me excited to see what that this was. I feel like was one of like the biggest surprises of the week and like everyone's yeah. kind of losing their mind. They definitely showed like actual gameplay at the Ubisoft one. But yeah, yeah it looks real good. Um, like you're like a bounty hunter or like a smuggler, I guess, more more specifically. You know, I'm, I'm a big Star Wars Jedi fan. Uh, this seems kind of like that again, but with more pistol fighting and there's like space combat as well. So they're they're doing that. Um, yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, it does. This is the open world one that's been teased for a while, right? Yes. Yes. And it's been done by Massive, the uh, division developers. Yep. Um, I mean, OK, I'll just say it then. Starfield looks like it like might be one of the most ambitious impressive things if it's pulled off correctly the yeah, way they show that it's like, it's crazy shit. like i kind of don't believe it 
honestly. <laughs> I keep looking at this and I'm just like, they're just trying to like, like Zelda is like a huge surprise what they pulled off with that. And it's like Bethesda's like, okay, now it's our turn to make like, the, like the the air game, like the final game. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. It, and I'm so curious because yeah. like Bethesda games come in hot. They're so buggy. But this one has had yeah. like twice as long of development time as the typical Bethesda game. I also get the vibe kind of that like Xbox is like going all in. They're like, yeah, yeah. so this has to do it. There were yes. articles that were going out. Apparently, uh, Xbox is the reason Microsoft's the reason they took so long working on Starfield. And apparently like the entire like all of the Q&A testers they have microsoft is working on this with bethesda's team too so like surprised absolutely they've got like a crazy amount of people working on this i mean like they should it looks incredible it looks so like just ambitious like that starfield direct 40 minutes of just like oh yeah you can do this you can do this you can do this like you could skip the entire story and still have like like so much to do there's so much in this base building ship building space combat like yeah it looks crazy and also like i'm just gonna get it on game pass like that's great yeah 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 man like again i don't even know why i don't really believe it because a lot of the systems and stuff they're doing we've seen uh no man's sky do similar things with a less budget team time and everything so like of course bethesda theoretically should be able to do a bigger version of that right this is gonna be like for some reason yeah like a bigger no man's sky with a an entire bethesda rpg in there as well and for some reason it doesn't i can't process it i just am wondering like oh this isn't going to run right like i'm gonna start it up and like it's gonna not like work properly the ships are gonna fly backwards like all It'll of the be a stuff. cyberpunk again or something. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Bethesda uh, ha- don't have a great track record of putting out a stable product, especially around launch window. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, this is also the first Bethesda release since they got bought, isn't it? Like the first yeah. like, core Bethesda team. Yeah, with uh, with a lot of money behind out? them. <laughs> 76 was 2015. Okay. I don't remember when they got bought. 20. I believe. I think 76 was like right before they got bought. Okay. That's likely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was looking it up. This is the first major like actual Bethesda game since Fallout 4, which was what? 20. That might have been 2015, actually. Like that, seven was 2015, years. that was eight years ago. That's what I'm saying is they this is the longest development time they've had on a game. 76 was 17 or okay, 18. I'm confirmation in the chat. So okay. sure. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah it's, like we'll it's see. Exciting. This is also coming out um in September. September and October this year are fucked. Dude, this year is gone. Like, I'm How already come sure been so many good releases so far this year, and it's like it's not slowing down. Yeah, I'm like, pretty sure I have a top months. ten ready to go. And like the, some of the biggest games haven't even come out yet. Not the big, September and October are the big months this year, and yeah, like holy smokes, this is this is a year to remember. Absolutely. Does that mean next year is gonna suck? It's like, yeah, next we, year is we gonna suck. All. No, no, because a lot of these games on the stream were all 2014. You're oh, right. They were 2024. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we got like a couple years of like lulls with the pandemic. And now it's yeah. like people kind of yeah. figured it out. Yeah, games I got guess delayed. we're at a, 
so we're at a pandemic lull, but like also finally the devs kind of got comfy with the current gen systems. It feels like it's taken yeah. a while for the studios to kind of like do anything with them. I mean, that happens with every you know generation. Yeah, right? but like so. like COVID and everything like slowed it down even more. Like this this generation's yeah. been going on for what like three four years, and it still feels like it's dragging. Three, we're on yeah twenty twenty. They came out. I did just see recently, I think this was announced today or yesterday, Xbox came out and said that they are no longer making Xbox One games, except for games that need like kind of ongoing support, like Minecraft and stuff. All their internal studios are working on games that are like only coming out on the new consoles. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, like we said, it's been three years. Yeah. Uh, um, before we move I, on quickly, yep. I like there's no gameplay. We don't really know much about it, but the tone of the fable thing was great. I, that's yeah. the perfect tone. I it was funny. I I think it. I mean, they did say it's in engine at the very least. Yes. We didn't get gameplay, but in engine, it looks really good. Um, and yeah, I'm glad yeah. to see the jokes still there and whatnot. So totally, it was just great to see it again because it's been so long since they like talked about fable. Yeah. And well, then the last yeah, so one was that one they were do the the asynchronous multiplayer game, right? And then that did that even come out? I don't know. Uh, Fable, Fable Legends, Legends or whatever it was going to call it. Yeah, yeah that, that came yeah. out. Wasn't there also a Connect or was that Fable Legends? Fable the Journey, Connect I think, was the Connect oh, one. Oh, yeah, okay. Microsoft canceled the game on March seventh, twenty sixteen. Servers shut down April thirteenth. Okay, okay, so, so it, did it was come canceled. Out. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ubisoft, there's not much to talk about here that we haven't talked about. They showed a bunch of the Avatar game, which turns out it's just Far Cry. But the like pretty. People. Every time it went to like shooting dudes and mechs and stuff, I was like, oh, this is super uninteresting. But walking around that world and stuff, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. At least it's nice looking. Um, Yeah, I don't really have much to call out that we haven't talked about for Ubisoft. But if you guys do... yeah. Like, what else did they have? Sorry, I'm just scrolling right Captain now. Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix. The new Netflix show. Yeah. That, Skull that and Bones. Be. They had some guys come out and sing a song about it. That song was pretty good. I'm pretty sure that game doesn't exist. I guess the, and and never the only will, other though. thing that we haven't talked about was Crew Motorfest. Wow, what a terrible fucking presentation. They really, well, but they I mean, had Star Wars, so. They had they had a bunch of Star Wars. They had uh Prince of Persia as well. So I mean, keep in mind it is like the only publisher who did an event for the most part, like a like a sizable event, but yeah. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. Anyways, uh some yeah, some exciting games coming out. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I played this week that we didn't really talk about. Uh, from Annapurna, Cocoon is a really cool game that I liked quite a bit. I got to play Viewfinder, which I'm also very excited for. That comes out in July. Another Annapurna game. There's a demo already out on PlayStation and Steam for that. Uh, Lineback, that Rayman thing was the DLC for Mario vs. Rabbids. That was announced a while ago. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, Disney Illusion island is i think that's from the rayman no no the rayman origins team is doing something that i was interested in but i can't remember what game it is totally blanking on it i'll look it up in a minute anyways that was pretty much the news of the last week so let's do some questions if you want to send a question in top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel 
or John's PO box. As you see, it's real and it's it's deadly. Um, Paul, would you like oh, to yeah. start us off? I still have to meet up with Paul at some point to give him that stuff. We'll ha- yeah, we'll have to we'll have to meet up at some point. Oh, people are saying uh, the Raven have- Origins team is doing Prince of Persia. Ah, oh, yeah. well, oh, perfect then. Hell yep. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Uh, we have episode titles. Oh yeah. And oh, okay. This is. I thought there was like pages of this. There's only a few actually, so we're. It's not going to take too long. Okay. Uh, starting from March 23rd, you should read more shit. And I know exactly what this is. I remember this. I have this. no idea. Who said this? This is uh. John started reading uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles around this time. So did because, he say this? Well, be- I think we were talking about uh, the comics or whatever. and Yeah, I think he said, like, I should read more shit or something. <laughs> something right. like this, anyway. <clears throat> Context. There was an announcement regarding the upcoming adaptation of TMNT, The Last Ronin. Right. Ah, okay. there you go. Which happened, coincidentally, soon after you finished reading it. Yeah, okay, I, was, that's I finished why. reading it recently, yeah. Yeah, I read it in February. Sean read it in March, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, that was the thing. Um, March 30th. Okay, I know this one too already. No aiming a knife or grenade toward the sky in certain areas to lower the camera at low angles to catch a glimpse of Ashley's panties. This is an angry Steam review of Resident Evil 4 Remake. Yeah, I remember remember asking because, yeah, it's a bad remake because it didn't have all these things in it. Context, one of the many complaints from Steam review of Resident Evil 4 Remake that Sean read live in response to Paul having started playing it. In case you were wondering, the rest of the complaints follow a similar pattern. He did give an alternative title, probably because we he knew we would get this immediately. Uh, it's <laughs> The alternative title was War Blood, Blood in the Dead. And I actually know what this is. Too. I know this one as well. Do you, do you John? No. This uh, was, was the, um, like make a video game name out of your yeah. name oh right i don't yeah, remember yeah. whose name this was though yeah oh, i, I was yeah i wasn't there it. for that episode though i wasn't he wasn't here for this one. Oh, was he yeah. not I, you oh, got no. i got asked to do this later and i put it in oh. like i think it was the next podcast i put it in or something okay oh, okay yeah yeah alternative con- uh the alternative context a question came up asking a pair of video game titles the host usually mix up and then sidetracked into generic video game name generator the title of one that came up for sean uh, the title was one that came up for Sean, although Paul proposed War Blood, Blood and War as a better alternative. Yeah. <laughs> All right. April 6th. If he's actually dead, that'd be better canon. And I do have a guess for this. Is this Pokemon? Ash I dying? Gonna, I was going to guess. This, is, this sounds Pokemon like Pokemon. Die. I think I right. said this. Yeah, I think so, too. Context. The hosts were talking about and praising, oh, the April Fool's game, The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. okay. Sean in particular was interested in knowing whether Sonic was actually dead and that being part of the canonical story. If that were the case, this was his last game. He said it would. he would give it game of the year. <laughs> yeah, I stand by okay. that. And we know that's not the case. So. It's not, unfortunately. All right. So one wrong this time so far. <laughs> April 13th. Is a hot dog a Ganon? And I don't know. What? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming we were just talking about 
like Hot Ganon dogs, being probably. shown off recently in in a in a recent Zelda trailer, and I think it had something to do oh. with, with me being because I remember seeing the chat being like, "Wait, someone said a Ganon? Like there's multiple Ganons?" And that kind of blew our mind, and then we were like, "We can't go down this rabbit hole." I have, I think it's something to do with that. Yeah, and then because everything is a hot dog a thing, that's the meme or whatever, right? Like it's a hot Maybe, dog again. Yeah, I don't know if we actually sure. talked about hot dogs or if that's just for this. Context. Yeah, you're right. A new Tears of the Kingdom trailer drop featuring Ganondorf, Sean Question, the Entity. If the Entity was any different from Ganon, John didn't want to get involved in the rabbit hole discussion. Paul prompted a new weekly section where people would submit questions asking if something was a Ganon. <laughs> There were two alternatives. I'm not going to go through the context for each, but the alternatives for th- that week was I could easily kill a Q-bone with a gun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Pal World now, or I can't even tell anymore. <laughs> this is, like, I if Pokemon are I real. I remember us ta- saying that, but I don't No, this was something why. like, could you, like, fight? Could you win against a fight with a Pokemon? Or, it was a question, but it's I don't It's got to be something like that. It, something like it that, was something yeah. like that. And the alternative to number two was at what point is the bone large enough when it's not okay to be put in the garbage? And I don't know. (laughs) Is this something about Is this like killing us person? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like when is it not okay to throw a bone away in the garbage because you can throw away chicken bones or something, but like is a human bone too big? You know what? I gotta read the context. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) A question came up asking what the Hose would do if they had an elephant, they couldn't give it away or sell it. Oh, that's <laughs> Were you not there for that, John? He was I know because I remember this now because I think we talked about like why would I want the elephant? And uh, someone was discussing, well, we could just like you just kill the elephant, take the meat, or you just get rid of it. Okay. Oh, maybe Some, yeah. something like that. <laughs> Holy shit. What yeah, because discussion like we were like we couldn't <laughs> give it away or something that was like that. part we of were the force yeah. to keep it. Yeah. Yeah an episode i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be gone for the next couple episodes now i think this is my ireland trip april 20th it's open to interpretation oh my god that's so open that could be anything actually i may this might be me i don't but what's the context uh question came up asking what was the most audacious thing the host would be willing to admit as part of a school assignment this is your story of a new media thing yep you remember it Turning on a lamp. Yeah, no, yeah. Whatever. My final assignment, I made a absolute bullshit video and I said it's art. <laughs> yeah. I just bullet because I wanted to see if I could get away with it and I absolutely did. All right. That was the context for that one. Okay. So you were here. You're gone now, probably, though, probably, from the 27th, yeah. April yeah. 27th. I want to see a picture of you with like three dongles hanging off your glasses. That is Sean still here. That is him talking about those augmented reality glasses. glasses. Yep. Yep. That's right. I guess it's the next two. It's probably me saying that or Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Context Sean describing new AR. Yeah. It's exactly what we're saying. The alternative title that week was it's all the same expressions except for one. (laughs) Oh, that is. That is. Oh, God. It was like a a picture of like all these character expressions for someone. I almost think it was like the Hitman character. And like okay. all of the same except for one where he's just like got a weird grin, something like that. Yeah, it's I don't remember this. I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. Alternative context was a question came up whether the host would put a photo of one of the other co-hosts on oh, the faceplate of the Never mind. <laughs> for a hundred dollars. 
I mean, surely okay. they wouldn't. That's just uh, yeah. Sure. And good news, good news. What type of moron would agree to that? It's somewhere uh, here on my desk. <laughs> May fourth. Every week I go down the list of people that have wronged me. <laughs> this was I'm me, I'm sure. Here. Okay. But what was it for? God, I can't think of the context, but I I, I can't. That either. does sound like something you said. This is one hundred percent me. Okay, context was a question came up asking if the host, oh, had ever borrowed a game and haven't returned it or vice versa. Yeah. I still remember the names of the people who haven't returned the games I lent them. Did you say him by name? Both of them. Yeah. Peter and Matt. Fuck you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Pieces of shit. Uh, The last one here, May 18th. I see the flame dick one pretty much every day. This is Tears (laughs) of the Kingdom. I clearly was not here for this one. Well, I remember on this one. When Zelda came out. <laughs> yeah. This is the flame. I see the flame dick one pretty much every day. While talking about Tears of the Kingdom, Paul and Sean discussing how Nintendo allowed many bizarre creations to be made and shared from their timelines. They particularly mentioned crucifixions and a statue of a man with his you-know-what spitting fire. Yep. yep. Thank you again for the question. Uh, the titles. Always fun. Rasterman writes, what's a TV series or movie that under your own personal criteria is a 10 out of 10? Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, Die Hard 1. I heard 1. Okay. okay. Yep. <coughs> Doesn't need to be your favorite. I, I really liked Breaking Bad. I thought that was fantastic. Okay. Yeah. It's hard because I even think of like my favorite shows and I'm like, I just don't think they're like perfect. Like Scrubs is not perfect. Like they even made two more seasons that are terrible at the end of that thing. I love right. Lost. I it, I can't give it 10 out of 10. TV's weird because they usually have like a season where they flub it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least Ted Lasso at one point was a 10 out of 10. And then seasons yeah, two season, and three yeah. happened. <laughs> movies might be easier i'm trying to think if there's anything like that and like spider verse is a 10 out of 10 for me easy one it's my like the my first favorite one or movie. both of them are the first one specifically have you seen the second one yet no not yet okay yeah i could i'm a, i could see that that's true kick-ass comes to mind although i it's been a while since i've seen it but i really like kick-ass Kick-Ass got worse every time I watch it, and I watched it a few times, but it was still it's still very good, I think. Okay. I do also really like that first Avengers movie a whole bunch. Yeah, it's really good. That one has a <laughs> it, special nostalgic place in my heart. And it's it's just like the perfect culmination of that time period and all of yeah. them kind of doing the big thing. It's very good. And it's just like, not a million characters they have to cram in. Scott Pilgrim is very good. That movie, I, I love that. I don't movie. think I would give ten out of ten. I wouldn't give that a ten out of ten, but it's definitely a yeah. good movie. I like that's it. a solid eight. And I think the problem with that is like it's the writing of Scott Pilgrim more than the movie. Fair, yeah. I also feel uh, the second half of that movie it feels like rushed. Hmm. Sure, well, because it didn't have the ending. Technically, wasn't written at the time, so they had they kind of made their own sort of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's even true. fine because like Brian Lee O'Malley worked on it. I just I, I feel like the first half of it I really like, but it's almost like, crap, we need to get through like three more X's. Let's just like haul ass. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Boca writes in and says, I'm moving again. On the bright side, post-move, I'll have my own office for the first time in my life. What are your tips for a first-time office haver? Uh, make sure it's not in the same room you sleep in. <laughs> yeah. Like, separate the room you sleep and do other stuff in from your office. Otherwise, you will struggle to get work done. While I have all this here in my office, if I actually want to go game, I leave the room. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. totally. I think I'm I, you know, don't clutter up your desk with shit. You don't need to put a bunch of figuring that like, that is hard because if you have hard. like if you're like me, you have ADHD, your, your desk is just doomed. And then you have like a Bowser here, for example. Yeah, and even I have stuff on it, but I, I work really hard to be like, have a just have a tidy desk. That's totally. Just, I just try and have a tidy desk, like cable management. And like, do it right the first time, and then stay on top of it because it's, that's a slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah. Get some of those like Velcro loops where you can put things together. Like, do it. Put in the extra effort at the beginning. Line your cable layout is fantastic that I wish I had done. Right and now it, it's gone. There's exactly. too far like, gone You, you now. can't go back from it. Like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Um, the cables will be managed when I pack everything up and move out. Of this yeah, house. <laughs> yeah um, I, I gave up. I definitely have a fire hazard here. <laughs> height. Make sure the monitors are at eye level. Make sure yeah. your desk and everything. 90 degrees is your friend. Get a comfy chair. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dude. actually. Splurge on yeah. the chair. Do it like splurge yeah. on the chair. It is absolutely worth it. They're expensive. True. They they're they are so expensive. Splurge yeah. on the chair. I uh, if I could like move in for the first time again, I would get a different desk and like one of those risers so I could do standing or sitting because okay. I I'm sitting all day at work. I would love to be able to like stand at home and do some stuff on, and play games or whatever because God damn. We, um, <laughs> when we like started first with work from home from the pandemic and I was no longer like standing for two hours on the train. Yeah. I, I now like stand pretty frequently when I play games in the living room just to like, sure. Or just watching legs. some. Yeah, totally. I agree with you. Uh, mini fridge. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, like let's, fridge. you know, that's, that's only for super far away from your kitchen. You got, you got to like walk yeah. to your, other rooms at some mini point. fridges can also be like no loud like they have a hum yeah. true they can so i don't be. know if you yeah, want yeah. that but yeah uh phantom Magus writes ahoy tdp crew a few days ago i had a conversation about video games as a medium for storytelling it started with a bold statement of a friend discussing that most video game stories are bad that only good ones only the good ones the only good ones rather would be better told in other mediums what do you think of this opinion? I don't think that's true simply because the main benefit of games as a medium is that you can play them. You interact with it. Yeah, so the interactive can, like, thing. Yeah. yeah. Anything totally. where like your actual like involvement kind of changes things or like makes it feel like you're a piece of it, that's special that and that's something that like, a movie or show cannot do. Right? Yeah. I think that's few and far between though. True. It is. Yes. Like cuz for example like for better or for worse, games, uh -huh. they want to be fun. And you sure. know, some stories aren't fun. And then right. they shouldn't be fun because that's just how that's <laughs> for the nature of the story, right? So sure. 
it's like like maybe last of us for an example whether you like the show or not it's like is the story better or not because you got to shoot the zombies i would argue the gameplay of last of us kind of doesn't matter and it's not the point so that's that that was the thing so then wouldn't you say it's better as a not as a game i mean i think so because the shooting in that game is kind of (laughs) bad just in general Um, but but then to go with John's point, like games where it's like the mechanics are like integral, like things that come to mind is like Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Yeah, Brothers, yeah. absolutely. For reasons we can't get into. If I was even kind of thinking Shadow of the Colossus in a way. Yeah, sure. And like, it's, it's, and like those games are like pretty rare. So I would almost agree that like. Yeah, maybe this would be better somewhere else. I think it's the flippant, the only good ones would be told in other mediums. Like, no, that it, like there's great ones that can only be told with you interacting with that world. <laughs> but maybe it's not. I, yeah, I don't disagree the that there are some stories that are better in like TV or in a movie or like a book. Holy. Like most JRPGs you could probably just have as a book. Right. And I think, Story I think wise, we're yeah. biased in that sense where it's like, hey, this game had a great story. And I enjoyed playing it because I like playing video games. Yeah. So like the RPG is yeah. a good example. It's like whether this, you know, let's say it has a great story and then it had a hundred hours of on and off grinding and doing your typical JRPG stuff. If you don't like doing JRPG stuff, you're not going to care for that story or you're definitely not going to play that game. Right. Like I think yeah. about my girlfriend, she would watch she would probably watch a bunch of cutscenes put in a row because she watches movies with me all the time. But oh, then when it yeah. switched to the gameplay, she gets bored immediately. She doesn't want to even watch yeah. that. She doesn't want to do that for the most part. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. There's weird also areas of just like the story that can only be told of your interaction with a thing in a video game. That's kind of more of a meta story that isn't. I I don't think it's exactly what they're saying, but that I find pretty important too. like the story of like me meeting up with like a certain person in like Daisy and the adventure we went on that night before it ended in a weird tragedy or something like there are video video games that well, that's like, like allow that's that play role playing where it's like yeah exactly the actual the act of interacting is making the story like i could say the same kind of thing of like like apex legends for example where it's like yes this fight we had there was a narrative because of how the things happened how the the powers came in like that created a narrative for the most part but there is not an actual you know apex has a story but in terms of that fight there's no story but that's a story that can only be told in your with your interaction of the game. So video game is the medium specifically for your story you're telling. And that's kind of like a different thing in general. Yeah, that, yeah. I feel like the question is more asking like written story. Yeah, that's more of a yeah. choreography at that point. Yeah, yeah, Cor- that's yeah, that's a good way of putting it, too. Yeah. Uh, it's me. Yes. Uh, Dead rights. Do you ever use the cold storage option on consoles, a.k.a. the ability to download and store games on an external hard drive or solid state drive and move them back onto the main drive when you want to play them? Relatedly, how many hot storage games does a console need to to be able to store to consider getting a diskless version? For reference, the PS5 is able to store 10 to 15 games for an average gamer at one time. (laughs) Well, that that clearly that gamer's not playing Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't use the cold storage option because I just don't want to like transfer things back and forth. Same. Yeah. I yeah I try to keep everything on them. My PS5 at one point I had it on some stuff on cold storage, and then uh, it took so long to transfer over. I didn't want to play the game anymore. Yeah. So uh, I right. used the, I used basically the storage for like, OK, here I can put PS4 games here that I can play. I actually instead put more internal memory into the PS5 so I could just yeah. do that instead. So hot storage way it, better. I've thought about hooking up one for my Xbox for older stuff, but I'm playing yeah. less and less older stuff all the time where it's like I just don't even care. Enough. You'll find I, like digital ones. It works great for those usually. So. Or like a digital one. Sorry, like uh, digital only ones like. Yeah, but it. For it, for at least for the Xbox to run them off of an external drive, it can't be like a series Xbox game. Only Xbox One games are will are can do that. Oh yeah, because there's always a default to that. No, never mind. That's weird. I know I've got my storage used for like I guess I use my Xbox One to play 360 stuff and like yeah, and so you one can do stuff you can do 360. For that's sure. what I do yeah. off of mine. Yeah. And then for the second one. How many hot storage games is it? This is hard because like this, I feel like as as we progress, games are going to be getting bigger and bigger as well. Yeah. Like to put things into perspective, like I think my PS5 before I put in the extra hard drive had ran out of space when I put like six disc based yeah. games in it. Because the PS5 only has like around 700, six, 700 600 usable because yeah. it only came with eight something. Yeah. Yeah. And like I had like the Spider-Man's uh, Returnal, uh, Guilty Gear, some like some other like well-known stuff. And it's like, yep, you're already basically out of space. I think if you were lucky enough to get to like 10 or 15 like triple A titles or like just big, which would normally be on a disc kind of base titles, I'd say that's OK. Yeah, because the I average agree. consumer is probably not jumping through that many that fast. But yeah, I think uh, that. Yeah, that's I think that's the key part is like I, I, I think of like my, my series S that I use when I travel and it has just like a few games on it. It's I mean, it's not full at the moment, but it's like I'm rarely needing that many games installed. And if I feel like if if, if you're a person to, where you get to the point where you're like, no, I need access to this number of games, you're probably not looking at the smaller storage console. Like you're probably yeah. getting a series X. You're probably. I guess for the PS5 modding in a you know, modding in a heart bigger internal drive. Have you run into any of this, Paul? Because I know you have a Series S. Well, so this is kind of the thing, right? It, my answer is a terabyte. My main thing is a PC. So, like, I don't I don't play console generally. I'll play it for the one game and then uninstall it when I'm done. So I'm a weird case in that regard. I, like, a terabyte's fine for me. Because so I you have a terabyte? Like Xbox announced... Uh, a terabyte black version of the series s is now coming yeah, yeah that's great that should be there <laughs> that's yeah. correct and also that's a correct while, move. while we're just talking about xbox um, and specifically game pass because that's probably what's going to be filling up your console you can play a lot of those games on the cloud and at least when i've used them runs super great so like you don't even need to install them sometimes another thing yeah. is too and i run into this all the time uh having everything accessible all at once kind of gives you choice paralysis so you kind of stop playing sure. new things because you have too many options so like oh, i yeah. have all my games on my switch but like i'm like cartridge wise i'll like only grab like one case of these so i'm like okay that gives me a lower map to pick from so like if i have like a 500 games to choose from i'm like 
and I spent half my time just figuring out what to play instead. At least the UI of the Switch is like it, it's like a it's one bar, so you can't yeah. see them all at once compared to like the Xbox where you see like a whole or Steam, you see a whole list of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you right. can do that with the Switch and you can make groups and stuff. But yeah, like, yeah, on yeah. average, you'll just see the last 12 you did. Uh, Suku Suku writes in and says, I was listening to an old podcast and Nathan said Child of Eden was made for him. Are there any games that you feel were made specifically for you? Nope. God damn it. What was the game? We, uh, Blood Dragon. Yeah, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. That's very, very me. I could see. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. All right. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Very, Rock Band 4. What? Okay. Yeah. It's just like the it's just like the biggest one and you know I that game's like you know perfect. Yeah. I heard Rockman 4. I'm like Mega Man. Oh. Like, oh, that's why I was yeah. really confused for a second. I'm like Sean hates that. <laughs> yeah, no Rockman. Sure. Yeah. Uh VGC Kenny writes uh, as, as this was probably discussed in the news, it wasn't. There may be a Legend of Zelda movie in the works. Oh, yeah. This brings up a, a few. Sorry. Go you go ahead. I'll oh, talk about it later. Okay. okay. This brings up a few interesting questions. First, since the Legend of Zelda has games have a story that is not told in order, where do you start? Zelda 1 because it's the first game, Skyward Sword because it's considered the first chronologically, Breath of the Wild to get in on the new hotness. Uh,. Second, since the story is told through many different points in time, do you get new actors to play Link and Zelda for each time shift? Do you do the same for Ganon and or Ganondorf or not? Since if I'm understanding things correctly, he's the same throughout. Which questions Wait, and which actors for which Links and Zeldas? Third, just for fun, which Mario character would you like to cameo in a possible Zelda movie? Sorry, it's a lot, I know, but it's something to think about. All right. What I was going to say was uh, there was rumors about that. And then I think uh, someone from Illumination was like, yeah, we don't know where that rumor came from. I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So that That's was funny. that was today. I think that <laughs> dropped. So but uh, to answer the first question. Yeah. Like, where do you start? You either start literally with the first game or you start with the most popular, which would be probably Ocarina. And honestly, it's probably Ocarina. Yeah, it's probably or Ocarina. you make your own. That's because it's I a movie. You can do yeah. whatever you want. I think, I think that's the same, do, the same. I think they too. do a new thing. They do their own they, and they borrow elements from the other games. Yeah, they hit kind of the big notes you're going to expect. And I feel like a lot of those notes are going to be kind of from Ocarina. Yeah. Um, but I, I think they just make their own for it, for it to make sense. And then they do a lot of like top 40 songs. Uh, I, this was a tweet I saw. Uh, the Rock voices Ganon. <laughs> and while and then while the Ganon while the sorry not but Ganon um he voices a Goron and then all the Gorons are mining <laughs> to Queens uh, we will rock you oh my god and, I hate uh, this I can see this I because hate it's it. too true right like it's not too, too they, true they, they like they are like my like minor singing it like they are like yeah. doing it like the the uh, seven dwarves yeah like that's their hi ho hi ho it's like we will we will rock you yep and they're yep. like they're picking at like dun dun like yeah, it's gonna happen, yeah. unfortunately, yep. and that's yep. fuck. Yep. Right? Fuck this! I'm so <laughs> mad, and this doesn't even exist. <laughs> it's, it's, I hate it because it's too true. Oh! Someone says go bold based on Majora's Mask. There's absolutely no way they would ever do that. No, no way. That'd be that'd be no. awesome, but they never will. That's like the college students' art project. 
version of the movie <laughs> going all weird and artsy with it. They also asked, like, uh, who do you get to play the stuff, right? Or which actors oh, so like, Zelda? Yeah, do you get new actors to play Link and Zelda for each time shift? And I think the answer is yes, because, like, while they are the same souls, physically they're different every time. I don't think they do live action. I think they just make it animated. I think it's going to yeah. be another Illumination-style movie, yeah. And then if you are going to make another one, I think they would just make it, like, Zelda 2. They would keep the same animation. I can't see them doing, like... They would do a continuation, I think. I don't think they would do like a kind of a reboot like all the Zeldas are kind of for the most part. That is yeah. that would be cool if they like rebooted it every time. And then you got like the Wind Waker art style. That would be cool. I think they would just continue yeah. it, though, because <clears throat> people would come to it expecting. Wait, why does my link yeah. look different now? They would all that would also save development time. Totally for sure. Yep. Yeah. And Hebrew Latin writes, how long did it take you to feel like you fit in at a new job? uh weeks i mean after training like two weeks probably like after i knew what i was doing probably a couple weeks not too yeah. long once you get into a routine and you like you get a co-worker that you can chat with you pretty much you're in i was gonna say like a yeah. week um, yeah sure probably a week yeah as long as it takes you to like find well i i don't know i guess it depends how much you talk to people because like i don't on much the on the job yeah, I think that like I think once you become yeah. a bit self-sufficient. That yeah, yeah exactly. Where you like, if you're working like a cubicle someone. job, like it can take a while. But if you're working like retail, you kind of have to grab it like quick. Sure. Yeah. Like usually retail is like much more routine, much faster to get into that kind of groove for her. We, uh, we missed a part with Kenny's question, too. Uh, for fun, which Mario oh. character would you like to cameo oh. in a possible Zelda movie? Oh, Toad. You think they do Toad? Is Toad big enough, though? Bowser. Bowser would be the most mm. logical cameo because he's basically a giant monster. Bowser would be interesting, yeah. But I still want to be Jack Black Bowser, so it just it just feels like Whiplash. I feel like yeah. Bowser would be, like, too important. Like, it's it's got to be somewhere in the middle, like a Donkey Kong. Oh, Seth Rogen's back. God damn it. Did you guys see the Mario movie? Yeah. Not yet, but it's out on blue right now, so I can get it. It is, it is out on blue right now. Yep. All right, that's going to do it for questions. If you want to send questions for next week, top down respective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Diablo 4. Pacross. <laughs> okay. And, oh, man. I'll give it to Diablo list. 4. That's that's so then I don't have to pick something from the show. I'm playing Diablo 4 right now. So. Ah, okay. Nice. Uh all right, we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Everybody. Bye.